You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. to all to play for I'm Tom Davis as always I'm joined by Joe Cole how are you doing Joe? Mate so great to see you so good to you're see you sparkling you're looking Mate, you're, great sure, you're looking very healthy you can see you've been out on that golf course this week yeah I've been shanking it about Chigwell <laughs> Golf Course very a few times give it's... them a shout see if we can get some discount <laughs> on the tea times <laughs> <laughs> also joined by Alan Kerbisley do you play golf? you're a golf? yeah yeah, yeah. And now I know that Joe is I've got a golf day coming up here want to play have you? Mm. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what you, I'm like Bryson mate Bryson and Ram coming together as, as one Well, you great... put the four stone on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I don't need, another four stone. But whilst, whilst we try to strip four stone off, um, thank you for joining us. All right. Looking forward to having a chat. First thing to get into, chaps. Massive news this week. Big Super news. League. It sort of feels almost like, yeah, we've gone through a pandemic. We've gone through mm. a lot of different changes socially in the last 12 months. And it feels like we're coming out of this this lockdown and it feels like someone's gone, well, you know what? Let's just throw another grenade and, and completely mm. sort of like... I, th- I, th- I, th- I think that in some senses it feels like, oh, you know what, this has been sorted, people have withdrawn. But I think morally questions have to be asked about those tops. I mean, where do you stand with it, Curbs? Where do well, you it's, think? it's been bubbling up for some time. And uh, I think all the Premier League have known uh, that... I call them the top six, but, you know, the, the big boys have been, you know, itching to get more money. And uh, for various reasons. Uh, you know, they're competing with Barcelona, Real Madrid... For players, in the Milan, Juventus, etc., mm. Paris Saint Germain, yeah, you know, and they've been trying to get more money uh, to to find it. And I think the pandemic has come along, and because they've got no fans, they've got big bills to pay now. Yeah, mm. and there's talk about Barcelona, Real Madrid, maybe like on the verge of going bust because of the wages they're paying out yeah. and taking no money in. So you could see that. Firstly, they've been after a bigger slice of the pie, if you like. But because of the pandemic now, you can see that when they've had these talks and there was a big signing-on fee coming along yeah. of three hundred million or something, oh great! Can you imagine that? Yeah. yeah. And you know, I think if you win the Champions League this year, I think you get seventy-five million. Yeah. Right. So, <coughs> so to get three hundred odd million in one hit is going to solve a lot of their problems. Yeah. But I don't think they they really understood, especially the American owners, the competitiveness. What we all yeah. Dream of that, yeah. that Burnley can go to Old Trafford and win. Yeah, yeah. West Ham can get in the top four, yeah, in the top yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I looked at that game after it was announced. I looked at that game on Monday. I think it was Leeds versus Liverpool. Yeah. And if it was in place, Liverpool could have put the kids out. Yeah. yeah They're already yeah. in Europe. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So, but what if Leeds were in the bottom three? Yeah. Yeah. And had to beat Liverpool to, to stay up and yeah. they put the kids out. Yeah. yeah. Because Liverpool may be in the semi final next week against Juventus. Yeah. yeah, you know, so the, the whole thing, the competitiveness, and I was glad to see the managers come out. Mm. Yeah, you know, I thought it was and, and the players. They were the first ones. Yeah, you know, Klopp on the night just yeah. dismissed it, and then the players, and then Guardiola's come out, yeah. and then now it's suddenly all just fallen apart. And I think a couple of the a couple of the clubs got hooked in last minute. Yeah, but I think obviously it looks like a, the American. It was an American theme, you know. No relegation. Yeah. We all know where we are. We mm. all know we're going to be in this. Uh, we feel like they're trying to make it like the NBA almost or, or, yeah, or, the, NFL, or, or the NFL. Mm, and yeah. it was just, you know, East and West Conference. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, I mean, it, it had so many, sm- and as a West Ham fan, but also as a football fan, as someone, I, you know, I go and watch, I, I just love watching football. I go and watch any sort of like league, any sort of division. It felt like, you know, pulled a ladder up kind of thing, didn't it? It felt like, look, we don't really, we're not culpable for, for, for well, any of this. The anyway. owner, the guy who's just got into Charlton, Danish guy. Bought Charlton uh, in the summer and was going to put a lot of money in. Like all owners, he's saying, Charlton deserve to be in the Premier League. My dream is in four or five years' time, we'll be back in the, in the, in the Premier League. Yeah. We'll be challenging for Europe. Yeah. Well, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if this yeah, yeah, goes yeah. through, you're not going to be challenging for You might get back in the Premier League, yeah. but you're not going to be challenging for Europe. Also, you take those dreams away from smaller clubs. You take, you know, what yeah. does the FA Cup become? What does the Carabao Cup become? I mean, for you, obviously, your personal thing. I mean, I, I will say, I thought, actually, out of everyone, and it depends what you put it, but I thought Chelsea actually handled it pretty well. I thought they, mm. you know, I think, especially, I think, you know, massive credit to their fans because they, mm. they weren't messing about at all, were yeah. they? You they don't mess about of, with the Chelsea no, fans. you don't mess around with the Chelsea fans. <laughs> but, but it felt like, you know, and, and it felt like they, they were almost like, 
one of the last guys to be involved. I think yeah. as well, I think that it's a hard one to sort of, because you can't, you know, speculate, speculation is a thing, but it feels that some, like maybe American guys are looking at mm. these as businesses and there's a quick turnaround mm. and they're going to go, mm. right, you know what, well, we can, we'll earn this sort of money out of these things and yeah. then we can sell the club. I yeah. think with Chelsea yeah. and Bramovich, I think with Man City and the guys there, I think that they're, that's a long-term thing. They yeah. want Man City to be a football powerhouse. You know, Bramovich has been, what, 18 years he's 18 been there? 18 years. But I don't and, think that's And he has a feel for the club as well. Like people yeah. like, you know, it, obviously it's political situation now, he can't go to the games, but he loved it. He was watch, He watches every game. He's on the phone every day. But, like, I agree with Kurz. I think it, the American side of it, the Arsenal's Man United and Liverpool's, their business model is, you know, they, they buy it, they they, they sort of asset strip it they they borrow against the they, yeah, they yeah. take money out right Dividends, so, yeah so they've got they've got the shareholders that they need to <laughs> with man city and chelsea i think they're 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 owned by a a, a, yeah. a countries basically do you know what i mean so i think what they've done is they've sort of sort like i said it's a it's a bargaining tool for trying to get more of a slice of the premier league money and they've just gone in last minute not really it was all seemed rushed you know yeah. it, it our consciousness on the sunday when the sunday times yeah, yeah. Uh, released it. So I just think, you know, the the, the managers were brilliant. I thought the players were outstanding in everything that come out. and the fans, like the Chelsea fans, to do that. Yeah, yeah. And, and to come out and, and and that protest. And I think as well, you have to credit these owners, not credit the owners. I think, but you have to give them a bit of slack. Like they've recognised we've made a rick here, and it wasn't. We haven't. This hasn't dragged on for weeks and weeks and weeks. They've they've all walled their hands up and gone. We ma- we made a mistake. You know, we're going to stop doing this now. Otherwise, imagine, imagine um, Tottenham playing last night, yeah. and they wouldn't have announced that. You know, imagine if the Tottenham fans would have gone there, yeah. and then the Liverpool fans would have gone, there, and it would have been carnage. And the one thing the world needs at the moment is a little bit of continuity and a little yeah. bit of things. So I think, from that perspective, I think they've they've made a rick. All these these owners, they've admitted they're sorry. And then it won't happen again. Let's hope so. No, I don't, <laughs> think, but, no, I don't think it's going on by. No, I, mean, I don't I, think so. I think the one thing we can look at is, I think looking at and talking as a fan, you can't, this, if one thing we've seen through the pandemic is we can, no one can ever underestimate mm. how massive football is. For fans, mm. for you know, like cities, like mm. my missus couldn't have given two two shits about football before mm. the pandemic, but it's become a massive thing in their house because yeah. it's on. It, it gives you so there's not a lot of new TV. Do West Ham in the top four? You might be that, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> but but talking as a as a you know, for the fans' perspective, I think it's pretty clear how, yeah. how we all felt. But but as a you know, you know, coming to you both in turn, but for you first, Joe, as a player, and I, you know, I thought James Milner came out spoke very mm. well. I thought. Um, Patrick Bamford did, yeah. But as a player, if you and you know, you're going into that, and I think even mm. like the Liverpool bus turning up, and mm. you know, I think we we all sort of knew that the players weren't necessarily a part of any of these chats. Mm. They weren't, you know. How do you deal with that as a player when it's something that's outside? You've got no control yeah. over, but you're almost being brought in, and and also the subject matter of almost greed as players. Mm. Been, but yet you're nothing to do with it. How th- do you cope with that as a player? I think these group of players as well. You know, with their social reach and everything, their the, um, social media, they've got a. They've got more of a more power than than we had as players. You know, yeah. this is a new thing that's coming. So they've 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 stepped up. Like Milner spoke brilliantly about yeah. Bamford as well. I agree. Um, they they was just for players. It's, it's, it's Tom. It's like you just get on with your job. Because yeah. mm. was a player, hundred 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 games. You just it's all happening. You focus on your job. But on the outside of it, I, I credit the players for stepping yeah, up yeah. and standing with the fans, with the managers, with the players together, unified. And it was strong, and it was quite. Um, what's the word? It was just impressive, and just it's just good to know that the football family stood together and they said, "No, we don't want it because yeah. we want you want the, like like Curb says, you want Charlton, the new owners at Charlton and the players at Charlton, thinking yeah. one day we can be in the Champions That's League." That's a dream you of, need of that all of us. Tr- that when you watch it. the other big news this week, he's like uh, Jose Mourinho. Yeah, I mean, he's he played with us once. We we had like <laughs> six lads were training. And was in an indoor bit, and one of them went down injured, and and, and he joined in. But because he's such a character, no one wanted to touch, like let, no, him, no. let him have the ball, like the gaffer, <laughs> really? like do you know what I mean? Everyone was so respectful of him, and he, he, he listen, he tell you himself he wasn't a player, but like he actually done all right because everyone's like going, oh there you go, go and pass it off, boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think anyone could no, play if no you play like essentially yeah. like if you're playing with a child. No, go near yeah. him, but yeah. I, I remember I went to Birmingham. Jimmy Smith was the manager. You know, and on a Friday, he yeah. used to have a North versus South. Yeah, you know, yeah. Who wants that on a Friday? Yeah. You know? so, so all the, all the London boys are in one, one camp. Yeah. So it's like me, Keith Burchin, Pat Van mm. Now, mm. uh, little Les Phillips, 
and Mark Dennis, right? Yeah. And, and uh, then we had the Northern pod, so yeah. it's a bit wet and muddy. Yeah. And someone got injured, someone got yeah. a knock and went off, so yeah. Jimmy joined in, right? Yeah. <laughs> and exactly the same thing. He looked like the uh, the guy out of Kez. You remember the yeah. guy out of Kez? <laughs> <laughs> when he has his hair on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bobby Chalman. Anyway, <laughs> he's got the ball and he's done that and done that. And Mark Dennis has come in and gone, bang! <laughs> Picked him up in the air, right? So Jim went up in the air and he turned around like that and he knew it was him. And he went, right, you're off. <laughs> and he sent him off to five aside. <laughs> and Mark walked off and we carried on playing. <laughs> But yeah, I don't. I don't see too many managers joining. Did you used to get stuck in when you used to? Did you used to have a kick about? I used to, when, it's funny that you're talking about like young managers. Young yeah. Yeah. managers. I think it's a little bit easier for Lee Bowyer and, yeah. and, and Scotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can actually still demonstrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They can actually get out there and yeah. in, and when players become player managers, like I did at Charlton with yeah. Stevie Grit. We were still part of the group, and yeah, yeah well, I, I should have said squad, really, shouldn't yeah, I? Yeah, Not group, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, we joined in, and they yeah. knew that we used to play, and and I think it helps you. Yeah, yeah, you know, like Frank would probably join in at Chelsea or Derby, yeah. and especially the demonstrating bit. If yeah. you want a free kick done or you want yeah. certain things done, it helps you. Yeah, um, you know, so until we could do it and make, yeah. not make fools of yourself, then you you get out of there. It's a weird time as well where you was just talking about Super League and I think, for me anyway, I think everyone who was in the Super League signed up for it should be 20 points taken off, puts West Ham second. I was with nobody the other night and we talked about that and I said, you know, you're going for the title sign. He said, what a, what a season. <laughs> if they deducted the points, it's West Ham or Leicester, ain't it? Yeah, it'd be West Ham or Leicester, yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah. it's been a strange few years, isn't it? But that would be even stranger. Imagine uh, that. Imagine the court code. Imagine the lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine be, West Ham lifting the Premier League title, big mate. Would that still, make your day? <laughs> nah, Joe, I'll take it all in my stride. Joe, if we finish sixth, it's made my day. I'm grinning for... You've Wait, got a, if, they, if they get in the Champions League, no, won't be tired. He's got... He's got a, it'll be an incredible thing, no, wouldn't no, it? I, his, I think I gave him his Premier League debut. Yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he played before, I think, but in the, in the Championship. Yeah. And him and Harry came, very similar situation. They was both going out on loan. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when I got to West Ham, he was due to go out on loan back to Ipswich, I think. Mm. And I think he felt, change of manager, I might have a chance. Yeah. And Harry came similar. Tim Sherwood took over from yeah. Dennis Bowis, I think, and Harry Kane was due to be going out on mm. loan. And he thought, no, no, hold on, I, I, I might have a chance. Mm. And they've both done exactly the same. Yeah. You know, come through... And they're one of your own, which yeah. is not so, many of them, is it? So, you've managed lots of good young players. Well, what's the, what's the same thing that they've all got? When you see a young player, how do you know he's going to do it? Or don't you know? Or, or do you think, how many have you got right? Have you some you've yeah. got wrong? Well, we had, we had quite a lot. We had Jermaine Defoe at, at Charlton. Yeah. yeah. Harry pinched him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I think when you see the young player, you know instinctively they've got the talent. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know instinctively. But it's their character. You know, and, and Lee, we used to bring Lee in, uh, Squalities, Lee Bowie, yeah. at Charlton. He used to train with us yeah, yeah, when yeah. he was like 13. Yeah. And you'd be having a finishing session and then miss, miss the goal. Yeah. And then run after his ball. Yeah, yeah. And bring it back. Yeah. And bunk in the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just felt, oh, right, you know, he just wants to be a footballer. Yeah. That's yeah. what he wants to be, like what yeah. you were saying earlier about your boy. Yeah. Um, but you see it instinctively, but then as they change from about 14, 15... Yeah. Other things influence them. Yeah. Obviously, uh, when I was growing up, probably yourself, you know, we didn't have this internet and yeah. Thing, yeah. Uh, Xbox and, yeah. you know, lo yeah. up in your bedroom. You know, yeah. like you was out in the out in street playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, oh, what time's tea? What time yeah. do you want me in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that yeah. was that, but obviously yeah. that's took away. But you can you can see, I think, when, when players are about uh, 11, 12, you can see. And then, then you start thinking about, are they going to... Oh, he's a bit small. Is he going to get bigger? You know, that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, but invariably, if they, they've got the talent, they've got the talent yeah. at 10, 11, 12. When I retired, I did a year at Chelsea in the academy learning and, like, the system now is, like, the envy of the world. Like, mm. what we do, produce our academy systems in the Premier League and that filters down to the Championship Academies at League One. The way that they coach these kids now, it's brilliant. Like, little, little things like that, like... We went. We would have gone straight on to eleven aside at like yeah, yeah. eight, nine years of age. Like mud up to your knees. You can't yeah. even move. But now they they don't even get onto eleven aside until they're eleven. They play five aside, seven aside. Little rule changes like they let 
the goalkeeper make the, yeah they let the goalkeeper make the first pass so even if the, your team's crap you're going to get two or three passes in yeah and they like they just teach the kids and like the system's working now that's what and that's why we're producing Foden's Grealish Madison you know funny enough players. when I was West Ham yeah great escape or whatever the biggest selling shirt the next season was Nobs yeah. yeah, yeah, but I think that was cause, because he was homegrown. But I think yeah. that's the other thing about yeah, it, and, it, the, and the fans yeah. related that he come from Abbey Arms, and yeah. Yeah, he was one of them. But I think that's the sad thing, of, and I think that's why you had so much mm. like the, there was so much affection towards you when you were, and, mm. and like yourself. I think I think it's a big. I mean, that's a big big part. I think that's why whether you're not a City fan, you're going to love Phil Foden because he, from everything you read about the kid, mm. he was it was all he wanted to do was play for mm. Man City. Mm. You know, but if you go back now and you look at how things what were things like when you first started management in the 90s for then when you look at like how you brought sort of players through and, and when you were at Charlton because like yeah. as Joe's saying there was a lot of these young kids that you were you depends know. What, what situation at the club when I was at Charlton obviously we, we went to Sellers Park and then we played at Upton Park for 18 months we didn't have no money yeah. Yeah. so if you young player and you, you had something about you you got given a chance yeah. yeah. and then you know I go to West Ham when you're in a relegation scrap you, you feel you can't give him a chance, you know. And the yeah. only one that got a chance was Nobes. Yeah. And to be fair, he was in my face every day in training. It was just like, look at me, look at me, look yeah. At me, making a tackle, getting in people. Yeah. And then I, I gave quite a few in the next season. You know, Freddie Sears and uh, Collins. Yeah. Stanislaus. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, um, Tompkins. Yeah. yeah. They all got a chance. He was a great know? Tompkins. Yeah. Still plays. Because doing a great job with they were bringing they, they had players of quality coming through, yeah. and I wasn't. Afraid to play them, yeah. yeah. But I think the higher up you get, uh, when the expectation level is that much greater, it's di- more difficult, I think, for a manager to to put young Joe Cole in when he's got mm. experienced man over there because he wants yeah. to get in the top four. Yeah. Um, and so, so I do understand it's, it's the young players are getting stifled. I think at the top end. Yeah. yeah. But you're still getting young players coming through mid mid team uh, and, and but down the bottom. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I suppose it's when I go back and look at that great escape and I look at, you know, Tevez, obviously, but like Nobes in that season, he, he I think almost, I suppose that, that everything that sort of happened since it was almost the perfect sort of chemistry of a young lad who came out of the way, who took almost everything on his shoulders as a young kid and was like, I'm having this type of thing. There was, two, there was two things, and you're going to remember this both years, but I think uh, we're beating Tottenham 3 2 with like a few minutes to go. Yeah. Got beat 4-3. Mm. Nobles has played in it and he scored and whatever. And I've got two memories from it. Firstly, as we come off, he's on the pitch crying. Yeah. Because everyone thinks we're down with 10 points adrift yeah. and nine games to go and whatever. Uh, and I've come out of the ground thinking, well, you know, we've been done. Yeah. But they played well. And it's the first week. I'm not even thinking about making any changes. Yeah. Right. You know, I can, yeah. I can have a week where... I've not got to pull a player in, so I'm leaving you out of Blackburn. Because they played yeah. so well, yeah. I could concentrate on the team for the first time in about a month yeah. or six weeks. Yeah. And we went to Blackburn. Sneaked a result. Don't know how yeah. we done it. We won 2-1. And then the rest is history. Yeah. It all started changing. Is it... Because that's a, that's a weird thing, and talking about that in a sense of... Because I guess that's, that's something I never see as a fan, is that you, you are going... And it's a bit like what I mean. You, at the top of this, we're talking about playing golf, and you're like... You get, you know, you play, you're playing well, you're playing well, and you get to the like, eighth hole and you, sh- you shank it, and then your head goes, shit, well, well, okay, I'm going to start working on that, my grip's yeah, wrong, yeah. maybe I've got to do it, and you start playing around, and you tinker with your game, and, you t- and then it comes, weirdly comes back, and you start, how, like, how much more relaxing is that when you go, right, I've got to, t- I think I've got these 11 now, mm. who might be able to get, get us out of it, you know? Yeah. And, and, well, well, what happened, I think, from that day onwards, from the Spurs defeat, we played 13 players. Yeah. In that, Nine games, we mm. won seven of them, but we played thirteen players because we was winning, and the, and the team stayed the same or roughly the same, apart from an injury or a knock, and we carried on. That that's how we got out of it yeah. because it, and it's great. Joe, I'll tell you, if you play on a Saturday and you come in on Monday, now you're playing on the Saturday again. Yeah, within reason, you're gonna you yeah. know, yeah. Playing. yeah, different atmosphere completely. Yeah. And to be fair, the players that are not playing, they accept it. You're not getting knocked on the door saying well why aren't you playing me you got beat on Saturday why, what, you know you're going to leave Joe Cole out yeah. yeah you know but when you're in a run and I always thought I had this conversation with Fergie a couple of times how do you keep your squad in check when you're a top club 
Yeah. It's because you win every week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I thought you were talking about that, that season when you first came into West Ham as well, and one of the big things, I suppose, was Mascherano and Tevez. Mm. And it was that thing of you came in. Cause, so they've been signed before you got in, yeah, right? Yeah, Alan, Alan Pardew yeah. signed them. Yeah. Uh, the club assigned them, and then I came into it. Yeah. Um, Did you know anything about them at the time? Or? No. Uh, obviously, I knew they, they were top players in Argentinian and, and yeah. etc. but I didn't know the ramifications about about it, yeah. Uh, mm. Third party ownership and all that sort of stuff. Didn't know anything about that. And to be fair, they had an interpreter there, who young kid he was, and he was, you know, I, I brought Mascarano in, and, and Mascarano was really unhappy. Yeah. Um, and been playing, and yeah. he wasn't well. I think he'd been ill with food poisoning or whatever. And then we brought, I brought Tevez in, and he was just wants to play. He wanted to yeah. stay. You know, Mascarano wanted to go, but he wanted to stay. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, you know, so that was the first sort of conversations I had with the two of them. Um, and funny enough, the first game at home was again... My first game for West Ham manager was May United at home. Yeah. And I walked in on the on the Wednesday and there was four coaches there. It was like uh, Ludo. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Keane, uh, Keith Peacock. And uh, I said to him, right, go on in. Give me your team for Saturday. You give me your team for sa- uh, Sunday mm. against Man United. Yeah. And when they all wrote their team down, it was three or four differences in every team. Really? <laughs> nowhere near. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who they, nowhere near could I pick a certain yeah. 11 for what they said. Yeah. And it probably summed it all up for me that, that they lost their way a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, no, it's, uh, and as it transpired, you know, Tevez obviously, uh, once, he, once he got himself in the side, uh, was different. Yeah. He was playing every week. That, that thing mm. I'm saying, he knew yeah. he was playing. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Mascarano left, and, um, you know, we got on with it, but two great players. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get a time to see Mascarano. Really? Um, but obviously Tevez was different. Was it, did you look at him there, and, and like, you know, you're talking about the players that you work with, could you see the, because obviously the rest is history, you know, City, United, and, uh, but did you see that sort of, you could straight away go, this guy's... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 what happened... I got the young interpreter in one day. And I mm. said, "Look, I need you to say it exactly as I say it to Carlos." He went, mm. "Okay." So I got got the t- uh, the pitch up like that. Yeah. I went, Carlos. Uh, this was the defensive third. I said, um, "You know, I don't don't expect to see you in there. Yeah. Too often, but every now and then you you're in there. Yeah. yeah. I said, "This is the middle. Yeah. Third of the pitch. I said, "You're in there a lot. Yeah." I said, this is the top end of the pitch. You're never fucking in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah right? And yeah. I said to him, tell him as I said it. And yeah. he went, boop, boop, boop. And Carlos yeah. went, like that. I went, how are you going to score a goal? You're yeah. never in the attacking yeah, third. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to be involved in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when he scored against Spurs, his first goal. Yeah, yeah. In 20 games or something. Did, 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 you, did you speak to, like, obviously... Every manager sees things different. Did you speak to Part and think, ask him why he wasn't playing? Him? I don't know. Did, no, no. you t- get a job? And <laughs> no, because he went to Charlton. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went into West Ham, and then about three or four weeks later, uh, Pars went into Charlton. Right, okay. And there was, but like, there's no crossover. I'm, I'm trying to think. No, like, no, so no. There's no, no like... No, I couldn't have a conversation with Pars. He wanted, he wanted some of the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was a, you're talking about uh, having a bit of grief. yeah. You know, I had a bit of grief there because, and parts like, parts was my, one of my first signings at Charlton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I knew, obviously knew him very, very well, but he wanted to sneak a couple of players and a couple of staff out to Charlton. Right, okay. I couldn't let that happen. I couldn't yeah. let them stay up and yeah, yeah, yeah. us go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a couple of grizzly players yeah. who knew that they could have gone to Charlton. Right. And if Charlton would have stayed up, they'd have got a better, you know, longer yeah, contract. Yeah. Like that. But I couldn't. I can't yeah. sell someone to me rival. Yeah, no, of course. No, no, no. <laughs> Can you imagine it? Like, yeah. You know, so uh, that caused a bit of grief. But no, no, I, I, did, I obviously didn't um, ask uh, parts about uh, the uh, Tevez and whatever, but in the training, he was a bit like yourself, a bit like Nobs. He was all over the place. And, yeah, yeah, Like, the life and soul of training. Yeah. yeah. But wanting to do everything, but... Going there, his job, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think he scored against Spurs, and he ran in the crowd, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was that big moment when yeah, he ran yeah. in the crowd, and it changed it for him, yeah, and for everything. Uh, but obviously, as we progressed, and we had the the thing about uh, you know Sheffield United and the points and everything else, it got a little bit political on top mm. near the end. Yeah, yeah, but you know, as I say, that that running, we used thirteen players, and uh, you know, it was. Do you that, look at that, that as was, being one of your 
sort well, of they talk about they talk about service. Yeah. But you know, we used, I think we used about thirteen players in them games. We won seven out of nine. Mm. We kept five clean sheets. So did Rob Green and yeah, and Ginge Collins and and, yeah. and Tomkins, was Tomkins playing it? it was, yeah, yeah. Did they have anything to do with it? Yeah, it wasn't just obviously Tevez, yeah, but yeah. He obviously he scored vital mm. goals. Which is a mad thing. It's essentially what you're saying about Chelsea, though, isn't it? Mm. It's that thing of that attacking. Everyone up front is always going to get that sort of in the mix. Price. I mean, even yourself mm. as well. Sort of like the talk to. I mean, is that one of the proudest things of your staying up? Got a couple of things about old, the last game at Old Trafford. We're winning one 0 and. Uh, we come out for the second half, and the Stratford are singing, "Send them down, send them down, send them." Down. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. Well, it's a bit of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember, yeah, I remember us, like, yeah. when. Uh, well, when we Blackburn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Blackburn game. Blackburn, yeah, won the league. Yeah, Blackburn, Liverpool, Liverpool didn't yeah, 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 yeah. And, and West Ham celebrated as if yeah. they'd won the league. Yeah, I, remember, I was there yeah. for both uh, games. But Brucey never forgot that. Yeah. So when West Ham went to Birmingham. Yeah. When Trevor was manager and yeah, yeah, threw two yeah. all and went down, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bruce well, that was the one when Savage on Rufus Brevet when it was slap on the was face. It, yeah. You were there, weren't you? I played, yeah. yeah. Played but it. I remember the, uh, the Stratford in singing that and then uh, Fergus making a couple of subs and I think Rooney's coming on and Aldo's coming on and, and, and whatever. And then after the game, obviously he's crazy, but Eggart Magson's come into the dressing room. Who has? Eggart. The, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, owner, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the chairman. And he's got all kiss marks on his head. <laughs> Where like, a load of West Ham yeah. fans have been kissing him yeah. as, as he's walking around. All the girls have been kissing him on yeah. his head. And the other yeah. one, he's got <laughs> <laughs> lips on his head. And, uh, the, and, the, and the crazy thing is that was on the Sunday. And on the Monday, we're playing a testimonial at Northampton. Yeah. Uh, 6,000 West Ham fans turned up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Northampton yeah. Town and the guy whose testimonial was he couldn't believe it he's yeah. got, like, he had a sellout yeah you know, really it all turned up because of but it was, I'll tell you what yeah. as happy moments in my life that was one of the oh man we we, we kicked the arse out of it for about three days after that <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> I mean it was written in the stars wasn't it but talking like, so that's 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 like you know a happy memory one of the biggest memories of I think that I have is that playoff game the chart on uh, the four oh yeah, yeah that was I remember it was Madonka, wasn't it? it Madonka, was, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. Did he score hat trick or yeah. score? Yeah, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, it was like it's epic. Mad, it's mad, yeah. You know one of those things where you tune in, you like play. I love the play. I think it's still you talk about games that you know, and you know, sadly because obviously we're all of that. You know, that FA Cup is you know, watching the FA Cup. Obviously, the FA Cup finals brought up an yeah. and some you know, I think we'd be lying to say the sheen hasn't been taken off of it somewhat. Cowboy, but the playoff yeah. final for me. Is as big yeah, as anything yeah, yeah. now, but I think that, and that, especially at that time, going in the Premier, yes, Charlton and all that. That I mean, that was it. Has just got to stand out as one of the probably one of the best games of, as a yeah. neutral of football I've ever seen in my life. Well, the thing is, Peter Reid was the manager, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I've known him forever because we're the same age and played in the under twenty ones together. Yeah, and before the game, there was nowhere to go because uh, if you're playing at Sunderland or playing at Charlton, yeah. you've got the manager's office. Yeah, yeah. So we've got nowhere to go. So we stood in the tunnel and we're talking. And as the players are going out for a warm-up, which is having the chat, me and me. Yeah. And then as the game's developing, you know, we're looking over at the dugout and Pop Robson was in the... West Ham yeah. Pop Robson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was on part of the Sunderland coaching team. So we were all just talking to each other. Yeah, because yeah. everyone knew each other, just yeah, how crazy yeah. it was. But i got some, obviously, lasting memories. But coming down the tunnel, coming out for the game, the whole stadium was red and white. Yeah. Because both teams got their yeah. clothes. It was just incredible. Yeah, yeah. And if you see it now, and I do go on about it, I've said to my boys, listen, look, I've not been to Wembley. I've played schoolboys at Wembley, but I've never played at Wembley, and yeah. you, you certainly never played at Wembley. Yeah. As we walk out, I don't want to see any of you like, waving to your mum, waving to your wife, you know, yeah. and, and looking around and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Focus, yeah. right? So we all come out miserable as yeah. sin. <laughs> <laughs> Me, yeah. the players, and Reedy and all the other, all going, and I always remember it. I thought, oh, there's a chance, like, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. think they're there and whatever. And, you know, it's little things that, yeah. that and I didn't realise that when you play at Wembley, or it was then, you assigned a person to look yeah. after you. And this guy, you know, if you want any ice, if you want yeah. any ice, and uh, we're winning one nil at half time, and he's listening to the team talk. And I could see him looking at me, right? So I'm going, right, I'll tell you what, that was really, like, offensive for Sunderland. Yeah. yeah. Said, oh, and we was, like, a bit of counter-attacking pace and whatever. I said, oh, we've got them where we want them. I said, we've got them where we want them. I yeah. said, we can get through 10 minutes. I said, they're going to open up. And, and, and when we when we got a chance to break, break, go. Mm. Right? 
There's only one person I don't want to go. You, Keithy Jones, you you just stay. Yeah, yeah. And the others give it like that. And yeah. I looked in the corner of my eye and he's listening to it, the, the, yeah. the Batman or whatever it yeah. was. We've come out and all the Sunderland fans were at the tunnel end and we've come out and by the time I've sat down and really got it, you know, comfortable, we're 2-1 down. <laughs> 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 and all I could think of was this guy listening to the team talk going, well, that didn't go down. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and things like that, you know, you remember more... Well, well, didn't both clubs, did Sutherland go up the next year? Yeah. yeah. So then they both stayed Couldn't in the Premier League a long well, time, so happened. you were obviously a good group of yeah, players. Yeah, Joe, that's what happened. I, on the day, if we'd have got beat, I'd have lost half my team. I knew. Yeah. yeah. Mark Kinsella, Richard Rufus. Yeah. Lee yeah, Donker. yeah. They'd have gone. Yeah. Premier, yeah. Premier League clubs would have come in. Yeah, yeah. But I knew that Sunderland could recover. They, you know, it was so big, Sunderland yeah. and, and, yeah. and Reedy and that, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, they recovered. They went. They went up the next year, and they become Champions a good team for yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was Quinn and Phillips, yeah, yeah, Qu- yeah, Quinn and, and Phillips, Charl- yeah. Charlton. Both clubs stayed Charlton. for ten years. Yeah. Ten, 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 fifteen. Yeah, yeah, it was there for some time, but um, well, we went back down last game of the season. Then went back up. Right. Okay. And right. Then, we and then you stayed for a long yeah, time. Yeah. A bit. Like, we're nearest to us is probably Burnley now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dietrich went up, went down. Now he's up, yeah. been up there yeah, for six yeah, or seven yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar, yeah. similar. Um, in terms of like you, like your teams. I remember playing against them, and they were just organised. Yeah. Like you said, and, and you always got the best. I look, you look at the team sheets, and like there wasn't big names. You didn't really have big name players, but they organised, yeah. drilled, hard to beat, catch well, you on the counter attack. Yeah, yeah. But I've, it, it's it was funny. Galley Galley tells a story, and it is quite funny. You know, getting into the valley is hard enough yeah. as the away team yeah, on the bus, yeah. and like you yeah, go down all the streets and, yeah. and and whatever. And if there's a car parked awkward, then like, some of the teams have to get out and walk into the. Into yeah. the but Gally tells a story where he's, he's going. God. You know, you go to the valley. He says, like, you're in that tunnel, and you look across, and you've got like Rufus and, and this mm. one. That one's like, oh, been a hard old game, and, and and you can hear the crowd. Yeah, you can't see them, but because it's yeah. in a in a bowl, you can hear it, and you know. 30,000 sold yeah. out. He said, and, uh, you know, the noise, and you know, you're in for a really tough afternoon. He said, and as you walk onto the pitch, you hear that roar, and then you hear, da 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 da, when the red, red, <laughs> and you think it ain't so bad. <laughs> I tried to get that song changed so many times. <laughs> no, you, you know, Gally, as he is, but uh, no, we used to make it difficult for teams. That's some good players now. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 don't disrespect like yeah. good players, good players win games, and they were yeah. good players, but they wasn't, it was all, like you said, it was uh, a bit like Burnley. Yeah. Under, I'd say underrated players, Burnley. Dyche's got yeah. some very good yeah, players. Two yeah. Brownie and Westwood, you know yeah. what I mean? They're not I like Rodriguez, scare Rodriguez, you, Rodriguez, but they're good players. Jay Rodriguez, McNeil. It's lovely seeing him actually coming back from that injury and like leaving Southampton and now playing for the team, that, you know, mm. his team. When you, one of the players you signed, De Canio, was that, you know, I mean... Yeah. Because well, obviously you played with him. What funny, you saying there... No, no, I think you said, you know, did yeah. you ask advice, right, yeah. about uh, Tevez and that, and... I'm sitting there, and the free transfer list come through, yeah. as it used to from the PFA. Yeah. And Paolo was on it. Yeah. I'm just sitting there having a cup of tea. It's a nice sunny day, you know, end of the season. I looked at it again. I started thinking about it. Then I looked at it because it had his address on it. Yeah. Like, when you're a free transfer, there's yeah. all the details. Yeah. He lives in Loughton. <laughs> it's not far from me. Yeah. So I'd done a recce. I drove around there. Yeah. And uh, looked at the house and that. And thought, right, okay. That's where he is. Uh, Gone back home thinking about it. I thought, yeah. I thought I can't phone anyone. If I phone Harry, uh, he go or whatever. And if yeah. I phone a the player, they go, yeah. you know, so I thought, right. I'm interested in this, right? So I phoned the number. Yeah. Nothing. So I drove back round to the house and put something in the letterbox. Yeah. Paolo uh, Alan Kirby, if you, you know, I'm at Charlton. If you want to have a chat with me, because I'll see you, you mm. know, whatever. Give me a ring. And about two days later, I got a phone call from his agent. Yeah. And. Uh, so I said, oh, yeah, we'd like to meet you. So, yeah. Okay, so we'll fly back on Sunday. We'll meet you at the house on Sunday. Yeah. So I've gone to the house with uh, my uh, overseas uh, scout, Jeff Atieri, yeah. who could speak Italian yeah. and French and whatever, chief executive yeah. and the chairman. So we've all bowled up to, to... And the gates open up. So we come in and Paolo opens the door. He's got the skinniest pair of shorts on. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The tightest pair of shorts on you ever seen. <laughs> and a tightest T-shirt, just to show off, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. his body. He's and, fit. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Bars, 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 come in. So we've gone in. And my chief executive had a video that we used to make, we made, of the history of the club. Yeah. Yeah. When we're trying to get investors to, to 
buy into the club yeah. and when we're trying to build a new stand and whatever. And it was the history of the club. So we've gone in and we said to Paolo, uh, look, we'd like to just show you this video first, just to show you who we are and where yeah. we are, and not just another team uh, through the tunnel, you know, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And we showed the uh, we showed the video to, to Paolo, and he he turns around and he goes, oh, the history, the history. <laughs> you know, 1947 winning the yeah, FA Cup. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know the, the history of the club. Boss, boss, I love, I love the club, yeah. I, I, the history. <laughs> uh, I just thought Charlton, you know, hard, hard, hard. And, yeah. uh, oh, I love the history. Paolo loves the history, yeah. right? So we got through that bit and Paolo goes, boss, boss, I'll make you, I'll make you a cappuccino, I'll make you a coffee. So we've gone into the kitchen and I'm sitting like this yeah. and he started to make... He's boiling the milk and yeah. he's like got the beans and yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. And I'm looking in them shorts thinking, blimey. Yeah. Anyway, cutting on the story short, I hear Roberto, I think his name was, the agent. Yeah. Paolo, blah, blah, blah. So Paolo goes, boss, boss, the boys need to talk. Yeah. So Paolo went out into the hallway and yeah. having a discussion about what we've offered him. Like, I had nothing to do with that, the chairman, that's all. Yeah. Like, what we've offered him. So Paolo comes back into the kitchen and went, boss, boss, boss. I love, I love the club. Not that fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> I went, all oh, right, okay. We better, you know, we're nowhere near it. But obviously we sorted it out. Yeah. And uh, first day's training, I took in, uh, and then young boys like Scotty and Kinczewski yeah. all over, like, like yeah. oh, Paolo, you know. Yeah. Kinczewski had, apparently had pictures of him on his wall. Yeah. Going, <laughs> anyway, Paolo's come in, and I took in this uh, um, head of medical guy called Wayne Diesel, funny if I ended up going to Spurs when I left, um, and he came from Gloucester Rugby Club. Right. And he wanted to introduce the ice baths. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, can you imagine it? Right? Yeah. But we didn't have the facilities at Sparrows Lane, so he built these big bins, like, you know. Yeah. Anyway, the lorries turned up first day training, loads of ice, and he's bung the ice in, whatever, whatever. Oh, thank God, first day, you know. Yeah. Trying to explain it to the players. So we've trained... And uh, I've got the Mervyn Day, uh, Merv, five minutes. I'm going over there with Wayne, yeah. with the ice, bar, after, ice baths. Bring them over. No warm down. Yeah. It's the new thing. No yeah. warm down, straight in the ice baths. So they've all come walking over, and I can see them, and Paolo, after the first day he's training, he's in front. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're all behind him. He's yeah. In. So they've all stopped. So I've said to Wayne, Wayne, explain what the ice baths are about and why they're good for you. So uh, Wayne starts explaining it and uh, they're all listening and whatever. And Paolo goes, uh, oh, Wayne, um, why would it be good for Paolo? <laughs> so he said, well, Paolo, what's going to happen? He said, you get in there for a minute and then get out a minute, get out, get out. I can assure you your legs will not be so tight and stiff tomorrow, yeah. you know, and you'll be good to, to go. Ah, so uh, you you say this is going to happen? Yes, yes, yes. Um, can Paolo? And I'm looking at him, thinking he's going to ask another question. I think just jump in that bath because if you jump in, they're all going to jump in. All yeah, the boys yeah, are going to yeah, jump yeah. in. So I'm looking at him. Again. He went, Paolo has one more question, Wayne. Can Paolo keep his shorts on because he doesn't want people to see? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> went, just jump in. <laughs> he jumped in. They all jumped in, and he looked at me as if to say, "You know what? You owe me one." Because yeah, he knew. Yeah, 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 he knew. And uh, the only other thing, because he done great for us. Yeah. yeah, that's the year we finished seventh, the highest we've ever finished. Yeah, yeah. we should have finished in the top four or five, but Scotty yeah. left and went went to Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. derailed us a bit. But uh, you know, leaving him out. Right, yeah. so I've heard about, you know, like the stories about leaving him out yeah, and, yeah. and whatever. So I'm thinking, I'm going to leave him out. We're away from home. And I'm going to leave him out because um, how, how do I deal? How am I going to deal with this? So so Mervyn went and got him to the girls wants to see you. So as he's coming upstairs, I think the boys have told him, like, if you get a tap, you've got you're yeah. half a chance, you're going yeah. to be bombed, you know. <laughs> so as he's coming, he's going, oh, I've got right, Yeah. I said, look, I've got, got a decision to make, but he went, Paolo understands. Paolo understands. Um, I'm here uh, to teach. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He said, I want people to... He said, your players, he said, they're great, 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 great. He said, and uh, I want them to see Paolo as uh, a teacher. 
Yeah, wow. you know, and uh, understand the, the, what you need to be as a professional and everything. And he took it right on the chin. Right? Yeah. Amazing. I thought, cool. I was a bit like that. I thought, God, yeah, great. Yeah. Second time I brought him up to leave him out, it was a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. wasn't the teacher anymore. Yeah. He yeah. was Mr. Angry. But I think he saw us as as coming in. He knew the players were going, oh, God, looking up at him. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he had a responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And he was 34, getting on for 35, so he wasn't that firebrand. And he came yeah. into us a bit different. And the only other thing, and all the Charlton fans will remember this forever, is we're playing Arsenal. We're losing 1 0. 10 minutes to go, we get a penalty. Mm. And no one else is going to take it. Yeah. No, he's grabbed yeah. the ball. Yeah. Matty Holland was a penalty taker. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. But he's grabbed the ball. I remember, him. He's grabbed the ball, and I'm sitting there. Lehman's in goal. And he's come up and chipped Lehman. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah the dink. Right? The dink. Yeah. 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 And, I, and, and let me tell you, the Charlton fans go on about their history, like yeah. yeah. 70,000 crowd against Aston Villa and all that. Yeah. No one's ever seen a penalty like that yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just couldn't, we couldn't believe he'd done it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But like a Charlton player going up and dinking the keeper. For yeah, <laughs> a massive game. Yeah. Do you, what's your, are your memories of that yeah. chilled to Canio, or do you remember him more far Both. Like, both. He, he was sometimes, sometimes he was the most professional fella you've ever met. He was street's head in terms of how he trained and how he looked yeah. after himself. And his ability was unbelievable. That, he was in his prime at West Ham. I saw him in his prime. And it was a case of we played 4-4-2. And it was just, just we're going to get the ball to Paolo. In, I was in midfield, centre mid or off the left, and I got, you try and get the ball into him and play off him. He's such a good player. I see this volatile side to him, and then as my career goes on and I finish my career, and then I can see why it didn't work for him. It, 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 like I said, he's 34, 35, being left out of a game, and he, he'll blow up because he, he, he's yeah. so passionate. He, 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 he that he. he when he was at Milan, for instance, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was never going to. He had to fall out with Capello because he was so. He was such a character, like, and he wanted everything. Well, he wanted the ball all the time, you know. He, and I think, I just think, at West Ham and him was a marriage, mate. The way yeah, I mean, our team round him yeah. was, we were gung ho, we yeah. was everywhere, blah, 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 blah. and it was all. It was great to watch, and sometimes it went really wrong. Yeah, but he found his own, and he's a great player. And that's 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 where he's that's his best years, but. If he would have gone to, he had a chance to go to Man United. Yeah, Harry Harry accepted a bid from Man United, and I think I think Paolo and himself knew he wouldn't have been able to, go be, that to be that player. And he, he made a good decision to stay at West Ham because one of the most technical, gifted players I've met. And yeah. he was, but he was he was flawed. There was there was flawed, but he was genius of a player. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have had him when he was at oh, his prime. Yeah, for all the, the problems he would have had yeah, because yeah. he'd have been. And he would have attracted players as well. Yeah. That's, the, that's the other thing. Yeah. Um, no, he, he, fantastic for us. I think uh, as a finished... fan as well, you love watching someone. Number one, because Joe had that that thing, but you love watching someone. Number one, he's just a, and he felt like such a character of the game. He just felt a, like you know, and, and he just feels this sort of like it's just I don't know. There's almost something supernatural about the way he was yeah. and, and the goals he scored, but also yeah. just the passion that he showed. My um, just remembered like my, when I scored my. My first goal. I watched it the other day. It was on Twitter. Coming was on it? Twitter the other day, yeah. We um, was in the league cup against Birmingham away. So I was, I've, I was on. The, I think I was on the bench. Yeah, I was on the bench. Uh, I, was, I was seventeen or eighteen. And um, he, he ducked. Though, Paolo Shaq has cut. They scored a free kick, and Paolo's ducked under the wall. So I, and this is I'm a boy now. So I've come in at half time. Shaq has just. He's, he's, mo he's moaning. He's coming on. He knows he's made a rick, Paolo. So he's coming in on the front foot. You ain't doing this. You ain't doing it. Screaming and Oliver. And I'm just sitting there. Thinking, What's going on here? And then Shaq has come in. Then he's and then that's it. Paolo's gone and got a table. It's the funniest thing. One of the funny. He said, so this table had all the Lucas Aid on and all that. So and the cups of tea and all that. Yeah. And he's raging. Paolo's punching the wall and he's gone to pick up this table, but he ain't got the strength to pick it. <laughs> pick it up. So he's got. Halfway, <laughs> I think he ain't going to get that off the, off the floor. There's so much on it. Then anyway, he's, he booted it. Then Shaq has gone for him. Then it's all like it was all like a melee. Yeah. Harry, Harry's coming in. You know, he's, he's like, calm down, calm down. It's all kicking off. I'm just sitting there thinking. I was in school a year ago. And I'm now watching grown men have a tear up. And um, in the end, yeah, it was two all the game. Or one yeah. one or two all coming. Then ball, give the ball to Paolo, and he was actually a good play. Just give him the ball. I just run straight for the box and he done a little ball and just whipped it in. I tapped it in for my first goal. So he made my first goal. Yeah. yeah. And um and then and then on the on the uh, coach afterwards he's like 
play with me. You yeah. score many goals. Just give me the one. I loved uh, him. I loved him. The last one. I used to get to the training ground at Charlton early and I used to have breakfast with the kids, like, the, yeah. you know, the, the youngsters, and see how they are and whatever. And we're sitting there in the canteen. And at Charlton, at the training ground, you had to come in and sign in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, health and safety, now no, you're in there. Then you walk through a passageway, then you pick your kit up. Yeah. Then you walk through another passageway and you come into the canteen. Mm. So I'm sitting there with a couple of young players and we're talking about, oh, you know, what was on TV. Like, yeah, I have a yeah. chat with them. And I can hear him. So obviously uh, at the reception, they've said, you all right, Paolo? No. <laughs> <laughs> right? Then he's picked his kit up and they must go, you all right, Paolo? <laughs> <laughs> As he's come through the, to the canteen, everyone, she's waiting for him to walk in. Like, like what's that there? What's the matter with you? Oh, oh. And he's got, the, he's got the paper, the sun or something. Look, look, look. The sun. They've got a bad boy 11. <laughs> And Paolo's in the team. <laughs> <laughs> he said, there's Razor Ruddock, there's this one there, one blah, blah, blah. Paolo's in the team. <laughs> uh, well, did I go? Yeah. <laughs> All I did was push a ref over. <laughs> I said, why am I in the bad boy team? I train hard, I pr- I, 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 I'm a professional. Oh, he went yeah, off yeah. and just walked yeah, through yeah, and all yeah. the kids are going. <laughs> See, you, you didn't know what you were going to get from him. That's beautiful. Right? Yeah, I love him. Love Love yeah. him. One last thing, like when you talk about West Ham, just and that, but you were there, the Icelandic takeover, and, and what happened there. How, how how did things pan out in your mind there? What was your preconceptions going into that, and then obviously how it all sort of. Well, I didn't obviously know them. Yeah. And um, uh, when I went into the club, it's interesting, I went, and I don't mind admitting it, when I went into the club, I, I had a clause inserted in the contract that, that I had. Uh, uh, last say on people coming in and out. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I didn't know who I was working with. You know, yeah. you know, you're here now, so many stories of people buying players and, and everything. Yeah. And I, I had total control of Charlton. So, but I went in and um, I understood the takeover that, that they bought, bought a club. And, um, but what I didn't understand is, and I think I'm right, uh, allegedly they, they lent a lot of the money yeah. buying the club off of Icelandic banks or whatever. So, so when the problems came with the, the financial crash, uh, people wanted their money back, and yeah. it was a big outstanding loan. And uh, I think the club were paying the interest on it or whatever. But I didn't under- I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. I understood that. So, when the financial crash came, everyone was in a bit of trouble, and you know, um, they bought. I think the, the banks bought someone in, and, and it was getting a bit really messy. Not and. Things were going. Things were happening where players were, their agents were coming in saying, "We know you're trying to sell us." Yeah, and, and I wasn't because I didn't want to. I thought yeah. I, had a re- I thought I had a really good side. I had Rob Green and Go. I had Matty Upson. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I had the spine. I had Nobes and yeah. Scotty Parker and 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 you know, Bellamy up top. And you know, I thought yeah. I had a decent side. Yeah, it was a great side. Um, but things were going on, and players were obviously being sold and that. Um, but I was not aware of it all. Uh, the financial side of it, I never never done any any of the transfers. I yeah. Obviously, said I want Joe Cole. Can we try yeah. and get Joe yeah. Cole? But I never got involved in any of the yeah. uh, financials. I didn't know what the players were on. Yeah. Uh, uh, Etc. But obviously, things were taking a turn for the worse, and uh, my clause what I had in it won't count for much. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and, and I still regret the day. Yeah. That I left. Um, you know, if I had my time again, probably I wouldn't wouldn't have done it because. Um, I had opportunities to go to West Ham before I went. Yeah. And I didn't think it was right. I wanted to do a bit more. I wanted to... I wanted to w- be able to walk in the dressing room and handle Paolo. Mm. Yeah. In his prime. Yeah. You know, so I wanted to do a bit more when it came up, when, when Harry left, uh, etc. cetera. Um, but then, you know, I thought I was right when I went in there. Yeah, know? yeah. Like, but it wasn't to be, so that's my big regret. Uh, you know, it, it should never have happened, really, but... The way it did, you know, things escalate in football. Yeah. And it did, you know. Do you, I mean, obviously you had the best intentions of the club in your heart, you know, when it comes to that. And and, and like you say, I mean, I remember the building of that team. It was a, a young, solid, what you looked like it was really well, a young, solid boys, team. The Icelandic boys, to be fair to him, Edgar, he was really um, complimentary and he wanted to get in, the, you know, the top yeah. six. I mean, he said to me, I think we're top six. Yeah. And um, so when we stayed up, I said, well, if we're going to, if you really think we're going to be top six, what I need to do is bring some of them top six players in, a couple of them, 
mm. at the right age so that if we do take off a little bit, they would attract other players. So that's yeah. when I bought mm. Bellamy from Liverpool. Yeah. I mean, Yossi went, so it was a straight yeah. swab. Um, I bought Scotty in, uh, Fulbert from uh, uh, Bordeaux, etc. That They were 23, 24. And if we started doing it, Matty Upson, yeah. if we started doing it, then <coughs> we could attract a Joe, Joe Cole or we could attract... Yeah. Because they'd see yeah. that there was four or five players that, yeah. had, that had already been in the Champions League and, and part of it. So that was the plan. But obviously I never got to... That season, we finished 10th. Um, lots of injuries or whatever. And then we started the next season. I know it was only about four or five games, but we were fifth. Yeah. yeah. When it all kicked off. Uh, so that's why, I, you know, I've got massive regrets about that. But at the time, uh, I thought there could only be one boss. You know, if you're in a football club... Yeah. And uh, you want it to, to run right, then the guy who has to make all the decisions has got to be the boss as well. Mm. For do, you me. St- do you still think that's the case now? Or do you think? No, no, I think I think it's changed now. Obviously, you know, sporting yeah. directors have come in, and and uh, you know, you're not responsible for. Well, I talk to some managers now; they don't even go and watch the opposition. Yeah, because they've got they've people got doing it do for it, them. Yeah. And the sporting director, if I say I want an attacking midfield player, they bring me. Six names. Is yeah. that how it works? I always, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they could bring you six names, uh, all different uh, ages and different yeah. prices. Yeah. And sort of basically say, um, well, there's the six that we think could be right for for us at the moment. Yeah. But if you buy that one at the top end, you might not be buy that fullback you're after. But, yeah. You know, that's because you've got mm. the budget. Um, and invariably, the sporting director has a link with the chairman or the owner and the manager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. When these sporting directors were coming into the game, there wasn't a connection between the manager. They was yeah. coming in with the financial people, mm, so yeah, yeah. it wasn't that connection, you know? Yeah. We talk about management and talking about one of our favourite bits of the show, what really happened, Joe's favourite bit. So were you up for the England job or up for Liverpool? What was it? No, I was up for the, uh, I was up for the England job when yeah. Steve McLaren got it. Yeah. Um, I got interviewed... Well, it was, it was strange, really. It was me, I think me, Sam, Martin O'Neill, Scolari. Scolari? I think, yeah. uh, and, and Steve, who was already working with Ericsson. At yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the first interview I had was like a, just a break in the ice with uh, Brian Barwick and yeah. another guy. And I actually met him at my, my, my brother's house. Yeah. But... It got out, and they've got a picture of us coming out of the house and yeah. whatever. And uh, I was always, um, it was accused that perhaps I had leaked it somehow, but I hadn't. Yeah. Mm. And it, it, when when the uh, phone scamming come in, yeah, certain people that had, yeah, mate, it was that, yeah, that, that, that was that yeah, time, yeah, that time. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't me that leaked it, but cut a long story short, um, obviously the club knew. When it came to the second lot of meetings, we had a quarterfinal replay. Somewhere, so I couldn't go on that one. Yeah, right. but I think it, they all went to a secret location and, and managed to give their brief over, or whatever. Yeah. And then I had a, 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 another brief interview, but I never thought I was going to get it. Yeah, I was just happy to, to be around it. Um, there was talk about Liverpool. Yeah, I think uh, Liverpool. I think uh, Liverpool players, quite like Gerard and Danny Murphy, one or two others, perhaps wanted an English yeah. manager to come in. Yeah. When was this? Uh, I think before Benitez went in there. Right, okay. Before Benitez yeah. went in there. Oh, what happens in, the, in, if you don't mind, is, what happens in a meeting, like if you're going for the England job? I mean, because as an England fan, there's a part of me that looks at where you were back like, at that point. There's almost like similarities between you and, and what Southgate's done of bringing young players through and, and what you're... What, when I look at you I as think, Charlton yeah. and, and West Ham, you've got, you've got, you had an affinity with going, right, let's... Yeah, and that could have been what. But what what happens when you go for, to, to well, manage like Liverpool? What happened? Or, they asked you. They asked whether it was England interviews. They asked you to prepare for um, two games, right? Okay, in, in a championship, yeah. you know, like Euros or, yeah. or World Cup qualifiers or whatever. So you got two games coming up, and they wanted you to to outline what you would do. Um, how how you plan for it? Your training, yeah. yeah. You, you know what you're trying to. do. When you get the players in, there was a lot of talk about, you know, Joe know more about it than me, but, you know, some teams played on a Saturday, some teams played on a Sunday, so you've got yeah. to have a get-together at some stage. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think some players were coming on a Saturday night, some yeah. players were coming on a Sunday, and, and 
I think Terry Venables used to make him come on the Monday. Everyone yeah. come, you know, so there's yeah. all different ways. What sort of training would you have? Mm. And obviously, if players are played on a Saturday and a Sunday, some of them need a recovery, some don't. Mm. You yeah. know, so they just want to know how you would prepare yeah. for two games. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, the brief and uh, etc. Um, some some of the managers managed to do it all by video, and mm. uh, yeah. but, but yeah. I never got that opportunity uh, to do that. But no, it was interesting. I always thought because Steve was working with Ericsson at the time, yeah. But I thought the talk was to have a, and it was I know to have a couple of us on the fringe, yeah, coming to uh, uh, the get-togethers. But just observing. Yeah. Right. So that we understood what it was like being an England manager mm. and being part of it, but not part of it. Yeah. yeah. Just being on the periphery, but, you know, seeing how Sven worked, seeing how Steve worked. And I thought it would have been a good idea to bring the next the next manager would be yeah. English. Yeah. It, for me, I'm, I'm with you. I think it needs to be English. I think, you know, I've worked with Sven. I love Sven. He gave me, you know, played me all the time. But, but I think it's important as a national team. We had so much talent. You, you had, you know, Big Sam, Curbs. Martin O'Neill's not English, but he's he's, he's British. Um, who else? And, that, and now, same thing. You got Eddie Howe, yeah, Scotty Parker, Stevie G, Frank, all these younger, new generation. You got Dyche, You got loads. You know, yeah, I, I, I got linked with the um, with the twenty ones job. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've not heard nothing. Do you know what I mean? But that would be, you know, we talk about international football and you talk about tournaments. I mean, that'd be something that would excite me because yeah. you got to you get to work with the best young players. You know, and I just think having come through the system with England. At every level, then played for the for the full squad. You got you have a you have a wisdom when you're standing in front of the players. Yeah, yeah. You know how they're feeling. Like for example, so that's why Gareth yeah. has got a a, a a much better in. Yeah. When he went into the England setup, he'd been there. Yeah, and, and done it, played, and, and and understood what the pressures were. Yeah, you need you need the other side. I think the FA are good at the moment. They've got a great groundwork, a great framework of yeah, countries. Yeah. So many staff. I've been in and around a few of the younger squads. So I know that they got that sorted, but I think that last little bit for the 21s is like, when they're coming into a tournament and you, you've, you've got your Callum Hudson, a doy who's just been playing regularly at Chelsea been, and played for the full squad, and then he's been dropped to the 21s, right? So, I mean, I know that, uh, you know, I know how he's feeling. It happened to me, so I know yeah. how he's feeling. So you've got, you, you, you go in, you get your arm around him, do you know what I mean? You, you go and get the best out, you know. I think there's a lot to be said for, for managing also- that, because he's such a short period yeah. of time. You know, you're not coaching the players in the sense like you're not going to give them a system, get them out to play, make them feel happy, go and do it. And yeah. you've got to be ready, I think, in the big moments. When I'm thinking about my England career, the big moments, the quarterfinals of the World Cups and all that, that's when you need that People little bit of there. magic, you know, that little bit yeah. of something to, to do something. And I thought Sven was fantastic organiser, great getting the group together. But I think there's a few crucial times when he when he could have stepped up and, and done something good bit better yeah. you know I mean changed it around a little bit or, or a little bit if he, even if he just raised his voice yeah. do you know what I mean but um so with Gareth I think Gareth's got that as well as yeah well you as can see he's got background. that still yeah. he's, he's got that about him is that yeah. something though that you'd look at in that under 21 would that be something like what happened I, 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 so I, I say I'm not ready but something like that you know you, I think being it being a you know an Englishman who's proud proudest yeah. thing my career was playing for my country 56 times you know, if that was the case, I feel it's like a bit like a, a calling rather than a job. Yeah, yeah. There won't be many jobs. I'd go, I'll have an interview with that. But I think that's what it needs. It is there a difference? Is, that is, you're the right age for that now. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you, I mean, when, when I did my year at Chelsea in the academy, and I learned, I learned so much. And they had me do the, the guys there because they, they're so good at educating. You can like, right, yeah. we can do a presentation. So. I had to do a presentation on three managers I've worked for, and yeah. it's like a forty-minute talk with all the PowerPoint, all the things going off, and I had to repair it. And just for that forty-minute talk, <laughs> it took me two weeks to do. Yeah, I'm yeah. practicing. I'm, 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 I'm in my I'm in my bedroom with Carly. You know, I'm going like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then Jose done this, and then before four turns, she just goes, "Shut up, what are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah. But I did it, and it went well. I felt good, yeah. good feedback. You know what I mean? It felt good. Yeah, just to stand experience. up there and talk to the, all of the coaches. In the academy, it was brilliant. You know, I just—I don't know the ins and outs, but when I see Wayne Mooney going into Derby mm. without—I don't know if he's done his badges, but see Scott Parker when he was at Fulham was doing his yeah. badges. Yeah. yeah, I've got me—I've got me badges. Yeah, I've done yeah. them. Yeah, I don't know about Wayne. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but for that, so sixty percent—I think I'm right. Sixty percent of first team, first time managers mm. never get another job. I know. Yeah. Wow. Right. So 
That's basically saying to you, you go in, yeah. and if you don't do it straight away, then there's not going to be another opportunity. Yeah. Mm. You know, so my advice is, sometimes it gets frustrating, you're like, yeah. like Wayne now. Yeah. But if you've not uh, got any experience behind you, it's very, very difficult. Mm. And yeah. if it don't work, yeah. you're gone. Yeah. Mm. That's a scary thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, was, I was thinking there, I was going, well, Alan's really left him up here. He's going to go and fly for the under 21 no, no, shot. What I'm saying is, you've got to have. Yeah. You can't yeah. go and coach the under 21s yeah. without doing a couple of years coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't do it. No, you need to. Yeah. Wait, it's, it's... I ain't put you off, have I? No, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm joking. Of course not. Of course right. not. Predictions time. Right. This is where we see the mail. Right. This is it, at Curves, right? Okay. It's a draw there's last big, week. There's one big game going on this weekend. It's a massive game. Oh, no. There's a big draw, me and you, last week, JC. Really? Both getting one correct. So, what are the, before, you correctly, so what, you got Chelsea. League, league table, am I still... Uh, I'll, have to, or? I'll have to ask... The, I'll have to, I'm going to ask quickly the, the backroom staff. <laughs> you got, so you are still leading. Yes. You correctly, yes. you correctly predicted Chelsea to beat Man City. Mm. I've got the draw between Everton and Spurs. Zab, Pablo Zabaleta got nothing right. <laughs> he was a good guest, though. He was a great yeah, guest, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and might be a great manager, but mm. not a, I wouldn't take a tip off the fella. No, no. Um, OK, here we go. So there's only one way we can open this. Yeah. Maybe the biggest game in the last 10 years. You know, the on. biggest game. Maybe I've, I can remember. I'm, I'm already nervous about it. Bigger than the way at Old Trafford? No, no, no. But for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curves. No, it is, yeah, it is absolutely, yeah. So West Ham, Chelsea. Chelsea. Draw. I'm That's dumb. proper sitting on the fence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did yeah. you, what did you expect me to say? I was thinking you were going to say Chelsea. Really? Yeah. No, I, I said Chelsea. Wait, you just no, see no, your no, reaction, no, but, 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 no, no, I can't. I can't look. Look, I think we've just sort of got to get out. And you've got to hope that you know they've got Champions League in the midweek. They've the, you know the FA Cup final. They've played more mm. games. You know. But I'm going to go West Ham. Yeah. There's no, there's no way in my. Yeah. It was never going anywhere else. <laughs> you look, sounded like you was trying to convince yourself. Though. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've got a big bet on this as well with 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 friends of ours. Yeah. So if it goes wrong, I'm. You in... ain't dropped the odds in yet. No, Coral, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Come on, odds from Coral. West cool. Ham fifteen to four. Draw thirteen to five. Chelsea four to five. So you can see what the Coral are thinking there. Right, next up, another another massive derby. I'd, I'd say one of the best best games to watch as a neutral. Leeds Man United, cracking game. Mm. What are you thinking? Man U. I'm going to go with Leeds. I, I, I just, I think Man United might have other things on their mind. I don't think they, they they're, they're safely in the top four. Would you mm, would yeah. that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they got the semi-finals, and they when when's that? Next week, right? Next week. Is that next week? Yeah. I think knowing, knowing players. At that stage of the season, and Leeds, you can't go. Leeds are the sort of team. If you're on it, you'll beat them. If you're not, because mm. of the way they play, the energy, that, that, and Bielsa gets them at it. They're like one of my. I like watching Leeds. I love watching Leeds. I'm, so I'm, I'm gonna go with Leeds to beat them. I'm gonna go Man United, and also I want to give you a chance. Like. I want to go. I want to go Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Six weeks left. Six weeks. I've left. got. I want to go Man United. I think they okay. make it interesting. I think it's Man United. Mason Greenwood. Great the other night we talked about young players five yeah, to one first love, goal scorer love Mason he was a great little player he's mm. such a natural finisher isn't he I'd... you just get the feeling when he's got a chance he's going to go in yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. like Skullscar yeah, 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 yeah. you know yeah. he's going to go in he spent a lot Solskjaer of time said he's the best finisher he's ever seen is he? in a young that? player wow. so that's some yeah, like, yeah. Wow. that's some assessment of him yeah. So, yeah so then we've got the League Cup final Man City versus Tottenham so this is Man City to win from behind is nine to one. That's not a bad bet as it goes, but um, I think Man City are going to win from going in front. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. you think? Yeah, Man City. Go on. I want to go Tottenham weirdly, and, yeah. I, and not I don't think Man City. I think Man City are an exceptional football side. Mm. Um, I don't. I, I'd I would have got if Mourinho was still in charge. I'd have gone Man City all day. It's a silly thing to say, but I as soon as that happened, I, I put a big. You think that's why it happened? I don't know. I think there's obviously more reasons yeah. to that, but. I don't, there's a part of me that thinks uh, I just I, I don't know I just think that the players are going to come out and I think I, I hope anyway Tottenham are going to give them a right game I just I don't know I just, I've just had a weird inkling that it's yeah. going to be Spurs Cup I might be right it's a gut yeah. exactly. I'm, I'm going to go with Man City I, I just think that they've got nothing to lose and no one's going to yeah it's going to be a, yeah it's a great weekend of football I mean West Ham could come out of it and we could be chatting amazing well, that's it's such a big game, isn't it? Yeah, it's massive. You know, if, like three yeah. points, like both on the same, but three points difference, 
West Ham got a good run in. Yeah. I think Chelsea got a couple of tough ones in there. If West Ham avoid defeat in this game, I think it's on. I think it's on. Big man. Got beat in the Cup Winners' Cup final. Yeah. Uh, in Heysel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was sub. I yeah. was only 17, 17, and I never got a medal. I went up to, I went up on the thing to get me medal. Oh, really? Everyone shook me hand, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought all the medals would be in the dressing room. Yeah. So I never got it. That's when got beat 4 2, Van der Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, I was 17. I played in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Against Den Haag. Yeah. And was sub on all the other games, Eintracht Frankfurt, and, all, yeah. and sub for the final, but never got a medal. So, no. so he's a loser's one anyway. You start a petition yeah, now. He's a loser's one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and the curve has been Aye, thanks. amazing chat to you, yeah, mate. Thanks, Honestly, it's uh, so insightful. And yeah, I'd love to see you do that, though. I'd love to see you work with a younger guy. I'd love to see you amazing. come back in the game. Yeah. Well, it's a bit who knows? Unless yeah. you get a job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're rolling one now. Yeah, I've exactly, seen that. Exactly. I'll be knocking on your door. <laughs> um, thank you, JC. Great nice to, to see you, back, big yeah. man. Love to see you in the flesh. You've been watching All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. See you next time. You've been listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. <laughs>